0: a girl on the inside, oh, nothing in it, Mister Manage coming after them
1: over on the outside, it is Penny Wecker, Penny Wecker, gas through in the middle, hit the front of the oaks, Mabazine's coming home, Mister Manage, it is Penny Wecker, the dreams coming through here, and down to the line, fabulous stuff Penny Wecker.
0: So dazzling between them, then Art's back on the rails. It's Pennywacker. She's lifting Pennywacker from Premise, and so dazzling they beat off off It's Pennywacker trying to fend off. So dazzling she does so and becomes a dual oaks winner. Pennywacker goes on to win it by two lengths to So Dazzling.
1: Two races, three weeks apart, back in March and April of 2023, and Pennywacker went from being well sort of unknown a little bit to many of us. Not the man we're about to speak to, Jim Wallace, but to a Australasian star and a Jewel Oaks winner. Sadly, we won't see her on the track again. She has been retired yesterday by Jim on behalf of her syndicate of owners. As I say, good morning to you, Jim. Um, what an amazing ride. Imagine if somebody had told you 12 months ago Penny Wecker was going to produce that for you and your family.
0: Uh, yes, good morning, Mick. Uh, yeah, it was um, it was a great ride, no doubt about it. Uh, we fought right from the start from the first two-year-old race that she had above average ability, but for her to have won two Oaks in in the space of three weeks on either side of the Tasman would would have been fairy tale stuff then, and and it still really is now. It's unbelievable.
1: Okay, Jim. Um, why has she been retired?
0: Mick, um, after she ran in the uh, in the race at um, uh, Palmerston North in that very wet, slushy day, um, she she just didn't recover as well as as we hoped that she would. And um, after a period of ten or twelve days, uh, we'd sort of run out of options. So I I had a full veterinary thing done on her, including a a scope, a video scope, and um, it showed that she had a, had an entrapped epiglottis, which had got very very enlarged and and ulcerated um to the to the level where it needed some sort of surgical intervention which we we had done um the vets were very very optimistic that it would be a successful thing um unfortunately it's proven to be not as successful as they and we would have liked and um so the decision the, the was made a couple
1: of days ago to, to retire her. Okay, before we get to going back and talking about some of the emotion of those wins, what happens to a horse like her now she's retired? Because I presume it's too late in the season to breed to, so I take it she lets down, and does she let down for Jim Wallace to become her breeder, or does she let down to be going on an auction house or a private sale for somebody else to become her breeder?
0: That's a very good question. um, She's owned by myself and my brother. Um, We haven't yet had a conversation about this, but, um, uh, you know, we're uh, small breeders. Um, Whether uh, she's a mare that we can have running around in our paddock or or whether she's better off... uh, somewhere else, that decision has yet to be made, and um, we'll have a discussion with that. Um, Liz is away on holiday at the moment, but we'll have a discussion with that sometime in the new year, and um, we'll make a decision, and then we'll go from there.
1: Jim, I suppose, look, it sounds easy, sitting where I'm sitting, you think to yourself, of course you keep her, you play the big game, all that sort of stuff, but I suppose if you do keep her, you have to do her justice, and I would presume, minimum, that sending her to a $50,000 stallion or a $100,000 stallion or even sending her across to the Hunter Valley where things get really expensive. And then, of course, if you have a crooked leg foal, you get nothing out of it. So as somebody who's done this for a long time, it's a far more complicated and risky matrix of a decision you need to make with your brother than, than probably just the obvious one as we keep her and try and breed champions.
0: Yeah, that, that's very true. It's um, it, it's in a different league, and uh, i are really used to operating. But um, uh, fortunately, we have access to very good advice, and um, and we'll sit down and we'll make a uh, considered decision on it in the passage of time. That's uh, not something that we want to rush into. We want to be sure we get our you know ducks in a row, if you like, before we before we come to making the final decision. So uh, it's just up in the air at the moment.
1: Part of that very good advice is your son, Michael, who's one of the most respected bloodstock agents, not just here but anywhere in the world. Uh, I saw recently Michael's had a bit of surgery. He's now the Barnock man. He's got a – he had his back pinned or something like that. Is, is is he up and about? Yeah. Yeah, he's
0: got a couple of rods <sighs> in his back. And he, he had back surgery when he was a young a young fellow at university years ago. Um. And and uh, he's had trouble off and on ever since, and got to the stage where uh, uh, where it needed to be uh, to be done properly. So uh, he's just recently had it done, and um, he's pretty chipper about it. It seems to have worked well, and he's uh, he seems to be getting around a lot better than he was. So that's that's good news.
1: It is good news. Um, away from the racetrack performances, Jim of Pennywicker. It was a very special and incredibly trying time for your family. You had a couple of losses, um, uh, including, I think, your daughter-in-law, around that time, and I know that, that racetrack success can never even remotely make up for those losses, but it must have been something special to have at least a day of distraction around that time for the family and to be able to get together around a horse like this when things were so tough
0: yes Nick it was uh it was, it was a very trying time um david uh, my son david's wife had died three weeks before uh hand and, and we had scheduled a uh, memorial for her at, at home um for the for the friday before the oaks and uh and then my mother died on the on the thursday the thursday night so um, it was a, it was a trying time, but, um, uh, the celebration for Maddie's life was, was a wonderful day. And, um, then we all went off to the races on the, on the Saturday. We had our family over from the United States. Michael was here and, and, uh, daughter and her husband and kids, uh, came over from the, in Washington. So they were here and, uh, we all went off to the races and, and, uh, Winnie Wrecker certainly uh, helped to ease some of the pain. And um, it was it was a it was a great time, a fantastic day, and I have to say that Wellington races Club uh, were extremely good to the syndicate and it's a large syndicate with seventy four people who um, have become avid racing fans and um they had a fantastic day on that day, as you saw from the reaction in the bird cage after, afterwards. It was something I haven't seen in the race track in New Zealand before. Um, so yeah, it was great to be a part of it.
1: Well, it was it was amazing to watch. It was amazing for us to be part of it too, Jim. Um, those journeys start um, years in advance, uh, and they run through the yearling sales. Now you. Uh, are an old pro at this. What are you bringing to Karaka for us next month? And I believe if anybody loves a bit of Pennywecker, they can buy the brother or the half-brother. Is that correct?
0: Yeah, that's right. I, I think I've got the best line of yearlings I've had for quite a long time. Uh, there's a time-test half-brother, the Pennywecker, who is, who is even if I say it myself, he's a magnificent cop. Um, he, he, he's, a very, he's a standout individual, um, so, you know, he's there. And we've got a, a wonderful line of fillies uh, this year. I've, I've got a, uh, a full sister to uh, the two time group one winner, Sierra Sue, a classy nice Brahma filly out of Century, uh, who's a really, really nice type. Got a nice Zavobile Uh She's got eight group winners on a page and a um, uh, lot to like about her. And, and my my favourite, my personal favourite, is an Ocean Park filly out of a Galileo mare called Galea. It's the same cross that produced Tefani. And um, Galea is uh, is very closely related to um, two young Group 1 women uh, horses that now stay, that start in, in Europe and shuttle to Australia. So there's plenty in uh, in our draft this year, I think, for, for breeders and People looking for a racehorse, uh, and they could do a
1: lot worse than coming up with the odds New Jim, you've been knocking around New Zealand racing a lot longer than me, uh, and you do it at a very high level. You've, your sons are heavily involved, they're smart men. You, you've been involved with good horses in the past. Do you feel like after, I don't know, Jim, maybe the last 10 years, sometimes the whole thing didn't seem to be working very well, Do you feel like it's a new dawn? Do you feel like this whole Entain, Ellerslie thing, there's a lot of good stallions on the ground here at the moment, does it give you a feeling that this thing you loved is actually in a good place?
0: Mick, I think uh, the industry here in New Zealand right now is in the best position that I've known it to be probably for 20 years. It is absolutely incredible, the uplift. That, um, that the industry's taken with the advent of Entain, and um, I haven't had the pleasure of meeting any of those guys at this stage but I sit and watch um, and I think about the times that I've been involved and I've been involved in all sorts of areas in racing administration and sales companies on their own farm um, I just can't remember a time where the whole of the industry has been so buoyed and coupled with that all of a sudden, New Zealand has a, a resurgence in its sire strength, which is probably the, mo- <clears throat> the most important thing of all for the breeders.
1: Yeah. Jim, I couldn't agree with you more. Hey, quick question for you. You're coming north. I know you're coming north because, obviously, you've got horses at the sales. Are you a bloke who who gets the tie on and pops along to Ellerslie for Karaka Millions Night, dear. Have you got a ticket, Jim? T- t- talk to us about that whole night because it's an incredibly busy... I know it sounds easy. Obviously, everybody wants to go, but you've also got a very early start the next morning for parade. So we're going to see you at Ellerslie.
0: Nick, um, probably not. I, uh, uh, I, I I always get a ticket courtesy of, the, of our involvement with New Zealand Bloodstock. Um, and my sons sons and daughter are uh, very very keen and I think um, that they're much better placed out there on, on that night uh, than an old fella uh, like me is so uh, I send them off into the night and wish them all the best and um, I sit at home and watch it on the television
1: Don't you think to yourself Jim one day in 20 or 30 years when you, you toddle off the mortal coil, don't you think, wouldn't it have been great to go to Ellerslie in 2024 for the million? You know you could pop along. You don't have to stay for the party. You can go home at 8.30, Jim. I'm just trying to convince you here to pop yeah. along to Ellerslie if you've got a ticket because it'll be the hottest ticket in town.
0: Yeah, it is the hottest ticket in town, no doubt about that. Uh, look, I think the family's well represented. Um,
1: <laughs> this isn't going to work, is it? <laughs>
0: I don't think that I need to be going out there. I, I you know, I mean,
1: you
0: get, you get along there with a whole lot of young people, and you and you you think that the years roll back, but they don't, mate. You're still got to get up the next morning.
1: Jim sadly I agree with you <laughs> but I will be going <laughs> mate um, thank you for the Pennywicker ride to you and the and the Pennywecker syndicate I know your sister pids all that together and look it's a wonderful stuff it was a beautiful story and look I, I look forward to finding out where she does end up and which boyfriend she finds in 2024 I also look forward to seeing you at Caraca for the sales mate if not Ellerslie the night before
0: yeah, I'll be at the sales mate we we'll can be sure of that
1: you'll be working hey Merry Christmas Jim
0: Merry Christmas to you and to all your
1: listeners. Thanks very much. That's Jim Wallace, good guy from a great family, and they were one of the great racing stories of 2023. Penny Wecker retired yesterday after winning an Oaks, both here and there, under the most emotional of circumstances.